Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the U.S. Markets Wrap. I'm Sean Cheong. U.S. stocks retreated as investors assessed data in indicating fallen inflation while the jobs report loomed. It was a choppy session which saw all three indexes trading both above and below their respective flatlines. The Dow Jones lost about 0.2% to close at 36,054 points, while the S&P shared about 0.4% to 4,549 points, and the Nasdaq Composite dropped by about 0.6% to 14,146 points. So for more insights, we are joined by Yen McMillan, the market technician at Client First Tax and Wealth Advisors. Welcome to the show, Yen. Ah, thank you so much for having me. No worries. So it seems like the uh, recent rally that we have seen is faltering. How are you reading to how the markets are moving right now? Yeah, so um, have gone a little bit sideways in markets over the past few weeks. I think overall still very, very healthy. When we talk about the long-term trends still up, uh, the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P all still very strong. Um, the Russell 2000, which is more comprised of smaller cap stocks, still the weakest index here in the U.S., but has been an outperformer recently. So hopefully that is uh, some good foreshadowing going into 2024. Hmm, of course, so we're getting a bit more love for the Russell recently. The ADP's November private payroll data is pointing towards an easing in the job market, which has long been considered a pain point for the Fed. So many say that a soft landing is expected, but investors may start to worry about a recession if policy remains too hawkish. Is it the Fed's battle to lose at this point? I guess so. We don't do a lot of work on trying to read into what the Fed does. I think they've done a a good job so far. I think that if we do move into a rate cut, then that unfortunately will most likely signal. I think it'll, it it seems good on the surface, but uh, I think a a rate cut from the Fed will uh, mean that they aren't as positive on the economy and then that will hurt stocks. So I would like to see a pause. Uh, versus uh, a rate cut, uh, but obviously I don't get to make the decisions. Okay, so on the note of stocks, uh, we have seen some mega cap tech names like Apple uh, outperform this year. So yes. What's your take there? Are we going to like see a flip to the small and mid caps in 2024, especially given how the Russell has been performing recently? I, th- I think we will. So really, and it's not just 2023, but that has really been the theme for uh, a few uh, years now. And I do think we're on the cusp of seeing some leveling out and some more participation. Uh, you know, you move, if you remove those seven stocks from the S&P, uh, they account for 134% of the S&P's return this year. So taking out those seven stocks, S&P is actually down for the year. So it's still a tough environment for the average stock. Investors and especially institutions seem to be huddled up in the, the mega cap names that you mentioned. Uh, but I do believe that we are seeing a turning of the tide here. So you mentioned the Magnificent Seven doing the most of the heavy lifting for the uh, yes. st- stock so far. Do you think we'll be seeing a reality check and perhaps maybe a, even a mean reversion trade soon? Um, I don't. I think that they will underperform possibly, but I don't see there, I don't see there being a hard sell-off in those names at the moment. Okay. There seems to be a lot of hype over gold. Overnight, we saw gold prices steady as Treasury yields eased, stabilizing after a rapid retreat from a record high earlier this week. Uh, what are your sentiments? Yeah, so gold, uh, tried to make, or at least, you know, gold priced in U.S. dollars, um, reaching that $2,100 an ounce area. 
Um, so trying to move the multi-years high really haven't been this high since 2011. Um, I think that we'll eventually get there. I think gold eventually will have its day in the sun, but really waiting for it to get to that 2100 level and hold it. We have not been able to do that, but close. Right. And on the note as well of high levels, we are looking at U.S. crude. Well, in fact, it's done the reverse. It's close at its lowest level since late June, with uh, retail gasoline prices hitting the lowest point since January, just ahead of the holiday shopping and travel season. So we've got the COP28 taking place in the background as well. So how's the year-end oil outlook looking? Yeah, very, very weak for oil here in the U.S., as you mentioned. Um, back to... Really, some of the lowest, you know, we're back to $69 a barrel. Um, lows of the year were 65 We were just at $95. So, mm-hmm. I mean, well off the highs from where we were at the beginning of October. I mean, it's just been, you know, maybe eight or nine weeks since we were at 95 bucks. It's positive for the consumer, right? Everyone wants to pay cheaper oil. Uh, but is this going to turn into... A, uh, a dark cloud on the economy, right? Obviously, a lot of energy pricing is based on um, how much is going on in the transportation world and how much, how many good goods and services are being conducted, goods moved around and services conducted. So, yes, good for the average consumer and hoping that it is not a foreshadowing of a slowing uh, global economy. It's interesting that oil is below 70 because you have all down by so much and yet the cyclical sectors are rallying. So is this a contradiction in the sense that we have oil down, which should come on the heels of a supply cuts, but the stock market just doesn't seem to agree at the moment? How do we make sense of this? Yeah, the market uh, does what the market does and there's different, you know, different periods where different assets are going to act however they want. I, you know, I guess I just take everything at face value, really. um, And I don't, I try not to read into too much. um, And then there there have been periods where there have been this offset or um, kind of uh, dispersion between the two. All right. Thank you very much, Ian. We've been speaking with Ian McMillan, the market technician at Client First Tax and Wealth Advisors. This was your US market update on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.